What's up? I'm Alexis Berry, and this is The Exhale. You can find me on Instagram under the underscore exhale. And thanks for tuning in. Episode 19, Healthy Relationships. So I finally reached the point in my life where I feel comfortable enough to talk about what a healthy relationship is um, and, and what it takes to get there. Let's get right into it. So healthy relationships. The first thing I want to talk about is what it takes to create a healthy relationship. That would be trust, empathy, communication, quality time, the ability to learn from each other and give feedback. And then lastly, commitment. Okay, so when I said in the intro, I said, finally, I became comfortable enough to talk about what it takes to have a healthy relationship. That's because I had trust issues. I didn't trust anybody. I didn't trust myself. I didn't trust no one. Absolutely no one. Because some people say, I don't trust anybody, but they really do. They have like three people that they go to and they talk to about almost everything that goes on in their life. And they at least have one person that they tell everything to. For like, I would say more than half my life. At this point, it'd be like 12, 15 years. I didn't trust anybody. You know, I kept a lot of information in and then I didn't trust myself with um, the feedback I would give myself, you know, so I would end up just sitting in the rut, sitting in my own shit and not dealing with anything. But it's important to A, choose someone to be in a relationship with that you are going to trust, that you know that you're capable of trusting. And then B, it's important to trust your family, to trust the people that are in your life, you know, and and let them show you that they shouldn't trust you. Don't choose for them. You know what I mean? I had to learn that the long and the hard way. I can have as many issues as I want, but ultimately who's affected by it? Me. When I choose not to trust them, even though they're a trustworthy person, I'm just hurting myself. Okay. The next thing is empathy. You have to learn to say to yourself, I know I don't understand what they're going through, but I, I, have felt similar ways. So I'm going to be there for them and I'm going to um, you know, be supportive of what they're going through. And a lot of us, because I, I say this because I needed to stop doing this. I need to stop you know, getting upset and frustrated with things that certain people do because I'm like, I wouldn't do that. I have a higher expectation for myself than that. So I'm not going to you know, take that from you. But you have to also empathize with, with people as a whole. What are they going through? What's their environment? You know, what what do you know their thought process to be like, okay? In order to have a healthy relationship with anybody, you have to empathize with what they're going through. And I said in the last episode, what might be good for me may be poisonous for you, you know? Whenever I say all this stuff in all these episodes, you got to understand, this is what I did, okay? This this these are the things that got me through. Your what your job is is to pick through what you hear, what you feel connected to, and what you feel like will work for you. I will never stand up and say, you should do this, you should do that, da 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 or say something and not end it with, but that's just what I think. That's just what I did. That's that's a part of empathizing. You have to you have to stand back and say, I do not walk in their shoes. I do not tie lace their shoes shoestrings. I don't do that. That's you. At the end of the day, we all have a choice. But the main thing where I went wrong is that I was incapable of empathizing with myself 
Therefore, I was incapable of empathizing with others. Okay. Communication is the next thing. Okay. So I admitted to myself that I didn't trust myself. I didn't empathize with myself. So I felt like I couldn't communicate with myself. And then that led me to feel like I couldn't communicate with anybody. Because if you feel like you can't trust yourself, you can't even empathize with yourself. You know what I'm saying? You, you, you can't even communicate with yourself. How can you be able to do those things with others? So I finally got to a point where I was being, I had a healthy relationship with myself. And that was key. If you don't have a healthy relationship with yourself, that's where it starts. Stop asking why are these people like this around you and, and, and deal with some, some inner work. You know what I'm saying? Take responsibility for, for the different things that have occurred in your life and, and responsibility for your life as a whole. You know, that you're you're the person driving and you have to have to say to yourself, do I want to feel like this? Do I want to look like that? No. So once I got to the point where I was being healthy and, you know, um, felt secure within myself, I say, you know, I need to find a healthy way to communicate my issues with people or communicate the way that I feel towards people because... Sometimes um, I will smother someone, okay? Being that I think that I'm being nice, I feel like I'm being genuine, I feel like I'm being loving, but it's too much. That doesn't just go for, you know, intimate relationships. Well, all relationships should be intimate because intimacy is not just sex, but that doesn't go for just romantic relationships. That's all types of relationships. You will find that you're smothering someone and and that's a bad way to try to communicate your feelings by smothering somebody. You're going to end up, I mean, in the, in the easiest way I can put it, you're going to kill the vibe, period. Whether that's romantic, whether that's your family, that's your friend, you're going to kill the vibe. You're doing too much. You need to relax. But then it comes a time where, you know, I said before, I had to get my demeanor in check. And there's ways that I talk to the person that I'm romantically involved with. And then there's ways that I talk to my family. And then there's ways that I talk to my friends. There's even ways that I talk to men that's different than the way that I talk to women. And I think it's it's vital that we all learn, learn how to do that and learn how to appreciate, you know, the importance of it. Okay. There are some ways that you talk to people that you just don't talk to certain people because they don't take it right. So it's vital that you communicate with the people that you love and that you have a relationship with. Okay. The next thing is quality time. I say quality time because it's not about the time spent. It's about what you, what you did with that time spent. If the person knows you only had an hour and a half to spend with them, right? That whole week or just for a couple days, you only had a certain amount of time to spend with them, but y'all spent that time communicating, empathizing with each other. Okay. And, and, and understanding each other and actually, um, I would say showing love towards each other, that's quality time. And that's important to do in healthy relationships to at least have some kind of source of quality time, whether that's on the phone, that's texting, that's face to face. You guys need to take out time to have some quality time, go on a date. And that's not just romantic. You can go on dates with your friends. You can go on dates with your family. But it's important that you show them, I, I, I really care about you. I love you. The next thing is learn from each other and give feedback. Okay, so that's like what I was saying with when you're spending quality time with each other and you show them, I understand you or I empathize with you. Or, you know, you say, hey, maybe you could do this. And they say, hey, maybe you could do that. And you say, 
cool. You know, I really could actually take that feedback and try to use it. The next thing is give honest feedback. I said give feedback, but give honest feedback. Don't just give some bullshit ass feedback. That's not genuine. That's not quality. That's some bullshit. Okay, give honest feedback of what, about what's going on in their life. If you feel like you have a problem with somebody, say it to them. Let's normalize saying what we need to say to each other <clears throat> and stop going back and forth with other people that have nothing to do with the situation. That's bullshit. That's, that's honestly, in my opinion, that's some TV show shit. That's not real life. You need to tell someone how you feel. So in a healthy relationship, which is really hard, you give honest feedback. If somebody says they have an idea about something, then you honestly tell them how you feel about it. Or if something rubs you the wrong way, let them know. Because it's only gonna it's only gonna um, build more onto that uncomfortability. It's only gonna build more onto that, you know, I don't know if I should trust them, or you know, truly decline any type of communication skills that y'all are building. The next thing is commitment, which would just be being willing to work on the difficulties, okay? You're committing to having a relationship with this person. That doesn't have to mean romantically or friendship or family, but you committed to being in this relationship. You committed to being here for that person. Now, there's different situations that <clears throat> when you're dealing with certain toxicities, you have to draw a line. You have to have boundaries, Okay, don't let somebody walk all over you. Don't let somebody disrespect you and not apologize and mean it. But at the same time, you have to be willing to work on it until you've been proven that this isn't going to work. Even if they're your family, this isn't going to work. We can't have a relationship or the only relationship we can have is, you know, it's very small. Okay, you have to be willing to commit. If you're not willing to commit, you're playing yourself, you're playing the other person, and you're wasting. I mean, I was gonna say you're wasting time, but no time's ever wasted because you're gonna learn in the end from what has happened, the mistakes that have been made. That's the way I had to learn. You know, I for a long time was in a relationship. I'm just gonna say, period. I did not commit to anybody. I did not commit to working on a problem or working on the difficulties in any type of relationship that I was involved. And that's on every aspect. I did not commit to it. Anytime a problem arises, I shut down. I go away. I leave them be. I don't talk to them until something happens where I'm, I have to, you know, and that's not healthy. That's not healthy. Okay. The next thing is conflict. Having ability to have productive discussions. Productive meaning a positive attitude to move forward. Meaning that, you know, you might be a little pissed off. It's okay to be pissed off. It's okay to be passionate about what you believe in. But if you are not willing to work on it, to work on the problem, you're just ultimately trying to tell somebody about their self. You're ultimately just trying to feed the flame. That's not cool. That type of conflict, that is not supposed to go on in a healthy relationship. And the other thing we should normalize is let's stop, um, let's stop the low blows. When somebody gets mad, you know, I used to do that. When I got mad that something somebody said, I hit a low blow. I say something something about you that I know that hurts you, that has nothing to do with the situation, that is not uh, productive to the conversation, the discussion whatsoever, but I hit a low blow. Let's normalize that because that's unnecessary. They already know that shit. It's a low blow because it's hurtful to them. They already hurt themselves with that information. I'm saying it because that's what I did. 
I hurt myself with information that I knew about me, you know, and I did the same thing to others. And that's not cool. It's not cool. Okay. Having the ability to face the problem. Okay. Not shutting down. Not, um, you know, I would just say just totally blocking them out, you know, not listening, you know, that's, that's what shutting down is, but you have to be aware that every healthy relationship has a conflict. Nothing's perfect. Nothing. Even if you look at these people and you're like, they probably don't argue. They do. They might argue about the littlest, smallest things, but it's not about what you argue about, whether it's big or small, it's the way that you argue. Okay. So you have to understand that we are in a disagreement. Okay. Stop. Let's stop saying argument. We are in a disagreement. And now we're going to try to have a discussion to to uh, even the playing field, to understand where the, you're coming from, to understand where I'm coming from. And then we'll reach in a, some type of agreement to this conflict and understanding each other. Okay. And that would be just conforming to a certain degree. You have to conform in, in healthy relationships, period. Okay, but don't don't get spooked. I used to get spooked when I argue with somebody. This is a sign. I shouldn't have nothing to do with them. No, it's not a sign. You guys are just normal people. Normal people have problems. You have conflicts within yourself. Does that mean that you you close yourself out? If you do, whoa, there's other things that need to be worked on, but you don't do that. Okay, the next thing I want to talk about is love. You need to love that person. Whatever type of relationship it is, you should have genuine love for them to have a healthy relationship. Whether that love is arrows, you know, romantic, erotic, you know, you feel that spark with them. You need to feel a spark with somebody, for real. If you're going to date them, there needs to be tingling, you know, for real. Like, there was so many times that I dated somebody, right? And I thought, I'm going to be real. I thought because I was nervous or whatever, that we supposed to be together. They make me feel some type of way. Now, that was just my anxiety um, forewarning me that this was energy that I did not want around me. It was toxic. And even though there was a point in my life where I just appreciated the attention, I just appreciated the affection, but I didn't look at it as a whole. How is this relationship actually affecting my life, actually affecting my perspective? Is it really healthy? That's the question to ask. If you do not love them, if you're in a relationship with someone romantically and you don't feel that spark, that joy, you know, of, of truly having them in your life. Honestly, I feel like if you don't feel blessed with them, you know, you feel like they're a blessing to your existence. Don't date them. OK, the next type of love is filia, genuine friendship, understanding, enjoying each other's interest. OK, if you're friends with somebody and you just talk shit about. You know, you know, you don't like them. That's not cool. You, you're friends with somebody that you, you have conversations with them. You don't listen. You just, you just hear them. You don't care about what they're talking about. You don't care to understand them. Don't be their friend. You don't enjoy their interest. You don't want to learn how to enjoy their interest. Don't be friends with them. Stop. You know, you're, you're hurting yourself. And the next, the last type of love is agape, which being prepared to go out of the way and empathize with them. In my opinion, in order to love the person that you're in a relationship with, I just want to say this before I get started on, you know, fully explaining agape was 
you need to feel these ways, all these types of love. If you're going to be in a relationship romantically with someone, you need to feel all these types of love with them. Okay? Back to agape. You need to you need to be willing to be uncomfortable. Okay? In every relationship that you have that's healthy, you have to be willing to kind of be uncomfortable sometimes. There's going to be topics that are brought up that you're like, well, you know, I hardly deal with these problems on my own, but I love them. But so I'm willing, I'm willing to do what I can to help them. That's what, that's what love is. Being willing, in my opinion, being willing to, to feel those emotions. Okay. And the last thing I want to talk about with love is that you have to embrace your love language. That being, I learned when I finally learned what a healthy relationship was, it was when, like I said, I finally had a healthy relationship with myself. And no matter the turmoil, no matter the uh, the the good things that happened, right? I said to myself, I'm not going to change the way that I am. I'm not going to change the way that I love, you know? I'm not going to change being emotional. I'm just an emotional person. I'm only me. I'm only Alexis. There's not another Alexis, you know? There's not another Alexis with my DNA. There's, there's a lot of Alexises in the world, but there's not one with my DNA. And that goes for everybody. You have to embrace who you are and the ways that you love and the ways that you show affection. Okay. The next thing I want to talk about is accept your toxic traits and use them to appreciate your strong traits in relationships. So before I got to the point where I said, I'm going to have an episode about healthy relationships. I had an episode where I said, I'm going to talk about the fucked up truth. I'm going to talk about all the fucked up shit I did in relationships. And, and I'm going to own up to them and I'm going to face myself. And when I did that, though, it gave me the ability to appreciate I came a little bit further. Now I can acknowledge the, the mistakes that I made. That means something. If you can acknowledge the mistakes you made, you're making progress. Okay? But before you can have a healthy relationship, if you don't really know what that looks like, you have to accept the toxicities that you have promoted. You have to accept it. As much as I would love to say that I'm a perfect person, I've never done wrong and I've never hurt anybody and I've never broke anybody's heart. And that being for every type of relationship I've had, I've I broke um, someone's heart that I was romantically involved with. I broke a friend's heart. I broke a family member's heart. You know what I'm saying? It just happens because you're toxic. And, and I had to face myself. I don't want to be toxic anymore. I want to be healthy. And if I find myself being toxic, I try to check myself. These are certain things I go down. Why am I in a bad mood? Am I hungry? Do I do I need to go outside for a minute? Did they really disrespect me? And the majority of the time, I'm going to be honest, the majority of the time I'm just hungry. I need to get a snack in my system. And I'm cool. I really don't have a problem with anybody nowadays. But back in the day, I had to say, I'm not being honest. You know? I'm not, I'm not being loving. I'm not communicating. I'm not empathizing with them. I'm not having quality time with them. I'm spending time around them on my phone. I'm spending time around them focusing on not listening. Okay? I had to accept those things. And it's hard. It's really hard. But if I could give anybody any advice, what I did was I wrote that shit down. I wrote down the toxic shit that I did in relationships, like I said before, made it an episode. But even if you don't do something like that, make an episode, da 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 write that shit down. Take a look at it. And, and that shit's going to hit home. And if it don't hit home, you got some work to do. Okay? 
The next thing I want to talk about is a quote. You got to take two steps back to take 10 steps forward sometimes. You got to, you're going to have to experience the bad to appreciate the good. You would never know what happy is unless you felt sad. You would never know what sad is unless you felt happy. Okay. And there's been a lot of relationships that went wrong. There's been a lot of things that happened that didn't work out. That did, I, I was left with disappointment. I was left with regret. And I had to deal with those emotions. And the way that I dealt with them was by acknowledging that, you know what, there's some steps back I got to take. However many X amount of steps I got to take back, but in the future, it's going to help me. It's going to help me take the steps I need to. However many X amount of steps that is. Sometimes, like what happened to me, literally, I had to fall down, break my leg, lose the ability to do for myself, to acknowledge the importance of having healthy relationships. I was at the point in my life, I wanted to do it by myself, but I couldn't. I physically could not. There was times where I couldn't get to the bathroom. I couldn't take a shower, but I had to rely on someone and maintain a healthy relationship with them and love them genuinely and appreciate them genuinely, trust them, okay, and, and be willing to learn from them and communicate and have commitment in, in the relationship to be able to do some things, okay, and that taught me, that taught me to open up my heart and taught me to love myself for who I am and accept my circumstances for what they are. And also it taught me how to love others and accept them for who they are. I'm not always going to agree with everything they do, but I love them. So I'm willing to work on the relationship. There's going to be, you know, I didn't want to be in a romantic relationship because so I had so many bad ones. But the truth is that I'm at the point where I'm grateful because I, if I would have known where the road was going to lead, I'd been like, let's go. Fuck them bitches. You know what I'm saying? I'm glad that shit happened. I don't give a fuck about them. But before you know where you're going, you just have to appreciate the fallbacks. Like I said before, your losing season shapes you for who you're going to be when you win. Okay? And ultimately, I wasn't the person that I was supposed to be to meet the love of my life. You know? The things that they love the most about me, right? Or they're going to love the most about me. They were hidden. I hid them. So they could have never found me. They could have never fell in love with me. And that maybe is something that you should look at yourself. Am I even giving the love of my life the opportunity to truly find me? Because if I'm not being the person I know I am supposed to be, if I'm not being true to myself, I'm robbing myself of existence. I'm robbing my, the love of my life from finding the love of their life. I'm robbing my family from from enjoying the company that, that God was truly trying to put in in like their presence. The same thing with your friends. You have to acknowledge that. And I love, I love the fallback because then I feel like maybe there's something else I'm supposed to do. I don't, I don't focus too much on what went wrong. I focus more on what went right. Okay. And the next thing I want to talk about, God must be a constant or a life raft for all the relationships you hold. I believe that. You need to have God as a constant in your life to have a healthy relationship with yourself as well as others. That 
being said, that doesn't mean the person has to believe in God or the relation, the, the religion that you believe in. Okay. But it needs to be, there needs to be some type of understanding that God is the reason why you guys are even together. There's a reason why you're here. And that reason was provided by God. In my opinion, that's just the way I feel. Without God, there's nothing. And this is a quote, God is love. Love is God. Okay? So in my opinion, we can't do anything without God. So I had to take a step back and say to myself, I didn't have God as a constant in my life. I didn't have God as a constant in my relationships. But now I do. I see the difference. And and God's going to show me if somebody's worth a healthy relationship in my life, and he's going to show me if they're not worth a healthy relationship in my life. That's the reason why I lean on God and his understanding, because ultimately he knows the route that I'm supposed to take and he will guide me as long as I'm willing to accept his, accept his guidance, accept him as the truth. The last thing I want to talk about, which is really important, real True love cannot be rated on any physical scale, okay? Combined with slash, this this is a quote, forgiveness is important when you love someone, okay? So you have to know this. Real love on every level is not rated on a physical scale. It's rated on the, the things that you can't hold that hold value in your heart and hold value in your mind and hold value in your spirit. That's what's going to keep the relationship healthy. That's what's going to keep define the relationship as a whole, the way that they affect your mind, your body, and your spirit. Okay. And then as far as forgiveness, you have to understand when somebody, when somebody you love hurts you, they only hurt you as much as they did because you love them. You have to empathize with them. You have to communicate with them. You have to trust them as, as as much as you possibly can at this current moment and hope for better, hope that you can trust them more. When you empathize with them, you have to understand, like I said, what is their what is their mental stability right now? What is their environment? Okay? What is their past experiences? What is going on in their life? And when they say, I'm sorry, let them be sorry, okay? And like I said before, God being a constant in your relationship, he's going to show you when somebody's not good for you. He's going to show you when that person, they're on their way out. Don't even worry about it. They're on their way out. Okay. But you have to be willing to forgive them. The forgiving is not for them. It's for you. Just the same way as apologizing is not for them. It's for you. People don't believe it, but you sleep a whole lot better when you don't have a whole bunch of bullshit on your mind that hasn't been dealt with. You may think, I'm just not going to deal with it. And tomorrow comes and your your mind and your body and your spirit's like, okay, so when are we going to deal with this though? Like, I still want to feel better about this. Your subconscious mind is lethal and it can ruin you. So forgive. Not because you're going to let that person walk all over you or continue to... Tr- you know, being that they're walking all over you, treat you however the fuck they want. No, but forgive them so you can go to sleep at night. That's the important thing. And overall, with a healthy relationship, you just have to know that with a healthy relationship, you you are constantly learning how to expand your ability to connect with them. 
That's all a healthy relationship is, is that you're, you're connecting with them on ways that you would not connect with others. That's what differentiates this relationship for other, from other relationships. And then also you have to take a step back and just appreciate this person in your life at all, you know, and eventually you'll get to a point where you're not working at healthy relationships. You know, you're not working at keeping them. You're not, you're not doing all that. What you're doing is you're really just embracing it and loving every minute of it. We've reached the end of episode 19, Healthy Relationships. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope it gave you um, possibly a different perspective. I appreciate everybody who tuned in. Like always, I look forward to creating the next podcast. Peace. Clueless. I know you probably had no idea anyone looked deep into your eyes. Someone with pure intent looks at you and wonders why. Why are you gorgeous inside and out to the highest degree and still give yourself zero credit? The type of credit you deserve, 27.9, something that truly feels good to guess it. This warm, tingly feeling that I and no one else can deny. The type of shit that feels too good to be true, so you ask God for a sign. I want to give you flowers, and I don't give a damn about being corny. Deep convos we have late at night, miles apart, still you could never bore me. I'm not the typical, but you aren't either. Here I am, whether or not you say be there. Beauty deserves freedom, so I silently send you love and light. I'll hold you when it hurts and let you decide what's wrong and what's right. You are a blessing I specifically prayed for. Seeing as you're one of one, God only had you in store. I wish for you to find peace. I pray for us to get our heads together piece by piece. I love you to death. I feel in your warmth that if I don't, I'll live in regret. Tenacious, complex, and you have a pure intent. No, all the love in you isn't for rent. No, I will never pick you up, put you down, and play with you like an instrument. Every chance I'll get, I'll love you for you. In conclusion, this was written for the beautiful woman that had no clue. A.B.